0: Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, with your host Peggy Smedley.
1: Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Again, I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest today has more than 28 years of experience in auditing and technology consulting. Currently, he leads a team of technology and industry specialists, an efficient approach to provide security analyses that are balanced with business needs. Please welcome Mark Ike, Managing Principal, Information Security Services Group for Clifton Larson Allen. Mark, welcome to the show this morning.
2: Well, thank you, Peggy. Thanks for having me on.
1: Well, we're delighted to have you. So, Mark, you know, we talk so much about the hackers that are out there. We talk so much about threats, but I think we haven't really delved into how much this is impacting the construction space and construction in general. I'd love to get your take on what kind of threats you're seeing that's directly impacting construction. Is it really taking effect on construction and having a really big impact?
2: Well, unfortunately, uh, it is. Our uh, Peggy, our our, we have an incident response and forensics team that responds to companies that have been hacked, and and we've responded for a number of construction companies around the country. And, and there's really two primary issues that hit them. One is uh, online banking attacks, and, and those are either initiated by purpose-built malware that's delivered on a spear phishing message, or they're, they're done with... with a bogus email that appears to come from the ceo and directs the cfo to wire funds and in the email is uh, fraudulent very well done looks very believable but the email is fraudulent and the resulting wire is uh, is fraudulent as well the, the second thing that's really impacting the construction group is the idea of ransomware which is not nearly as high tech as the the other types of attacks, but it, it basically infiltrates a network and encrypts all the devices on the network so that the network becomes unavailable. And that, that results in very expensive downtime, and the you know the ransom piece deals with the hackers demanding a ransom uh, to get the encryption key uh, to, to decrypt your network. And, you know, a lot of organizations, the FBI has actually advised people, victims of ransomware, to pay for that key and get that key. And we've seen that work in a number of cases. But one of the things that many of them fail to do after they decrypt their data is go through the process of eradicating that malware that's still sitting there on the network. And that's an important piece because if you don't eradicate it, you run the risk that that malware is going to kick off again in the future and you're stuck with the same problem you just had. So, so I- banking attacks and ransomware, that's the two things I see.
1: And and Mark, what you just kind of said is kind of a whole lot there. So I have to say someone listening goes, oh my gosh, you just freaked me out because you went through the CEO, CEO kind of opens up an email. Then you went through ransomware, then eradicating malware. So let's kind of peel back the onion here because there was a whole lot you just opened up there. So let's talk about that. And that idea that a CEO sends an email to the CFO happens more often than most people know and says, let's transwire send a wire transfer and and i talked to a few construction companies myself that that's happened because what happens is somebody is is going in and following the keystrokes looking at calendars and sending things that just seems and people are out out at meetings and they're really doing these sending these emails and they sound and read just like the ceo's way that he writes and and this is happening more often than not would you say
2: yeah, absolutely you know that the kind of money that the hackers make doing this is pretty—it's pretty good money—and so they will—they will take the time to sort of case the joint, so to speak. They'll, they'll uh, for example, break into the try to break into the CEO's email account and troll around their sent items and their received items and their deleted items for exactly what you said to gain information that can create an email that is extremely believable. Now, certainly there are copycats and and those that are less sophisticated that send these things that are very easy to see, but uh, some of them, like you said, are very, very well done.
1: And those are the ones you have to fear for, because the ones that are uh, well done, you know, that's where people fall for them, and they make those transfers. And some of those can be significant dollars, and now there's no way you're getting that money back.
2: That's exactly right. The... um, in the vast majority of the cases the banks are not responsible to refund you that money so as you said they are out the money the i think you know the the thing that i counsel our clients is email has gotten to the point it is such an insecure medium that we simply cannot rely on email alone as a sole authorization for anything much less a uh, a payment or a wire transfer order so if you, if the controller receives one of those, if anybody receives one of those, they simply have to validate that directly with the requester um, before they go about executing that request.
1: And and that's kind of what the 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 solution has to be because if you rely just simply on that, you know, you're setting yourself up for the idea of being hacked. I mean, that's what we have to say this day and age, right?
2: Absolutely, email is a very insecure medium. So no let's about it.
1: Let's go to the ransomware part of that because, you know, we're talking about ransomware and you just said the FBI is telling everyone, you know, maybe you got to pay it because we've even seen the police being hacked. So it's not just construction companies. I mean, the list is long and deep of who's been, you know, victims of ransomware. And you have that in order to get that encryption key back. You know, what happens there is you're going to have to pay it. If you don't, you have no idea what they're going to do and the havoc they're going to create to your data and what they're not going to give you back.
2: No. Oh that's right. and and you know ransomware is not a new concept we we've seen it in our forensic practice going back as far as two thousand and nine and I'm sure it was around before that what what has changed is the sophistication of it. It used to you know let, let's say you're a laptop user in your company and you got ransomware in your laptop well, your laptop was the only thing affected but th- this stuff is much more sophisticated now where it will it will, not only encrypt my laptop, but it will encrypt everything on the company's network. You know, every router, every switch, every server, every workstation. It, it encrypts everything and makes the the network essentially unusable. And and that's that's a relatively recent um, development. And and not only so that that creates a, a a true business interruption event. And so, depending on how dependent your company is on having those. Uh, computers up and running. Uh, that this can be a very devastating event, and you know because it's so um, because of that, the hackers feel free now to demand higher uh, ransom amounts. You know, prior to prior to this development, you know we would see ransom demands you know between four hundred and seven hundred dollars. Uh, now we're seeing them twenty thousand dollars and above uh, just to get through you know just to get that encryption key and many of them want to get paid in bitcoin and that's a pain in the neck all in itself trying to actually purchase and and use bitcoin
1: so when we look at all of this and we've got a few minutes left and we we kind of look at everything we have today and we're saying all these things are happening right now where would you say, what's the advice that you give a construction company and say, this is what I'm going to tell you to do, the best thing? Because we've just frightened anybody listening to our show right now, and we say there's a lot of bad things, and the bad guys are out there. What's the best advice you give them and say, because you're never going to fend off these bad guys. They're always going to be out there, and you got to be vigilant. But what's the let's leave them on an up note because we can we can kind of yeah. do things to keep the bad guys at bay what is it we've got to do what do we you know to make things a little safer
2: and, and you know you're hundred percent right there are things that we can do and and many organizations feel overwhelmed by this and they and they don't even start the, the first thing the, mo- the most important thing in my view is training the end users the the vast majority of these attacks, take advantage of uh, end users our our firewalls and things like that work extremely well and and it makes it difficult for hackers to get us with with traditional means but if i can trick somebody on the inside with a spear phishing email or the types of emails we discussed earlier uh, then it gets a lot easier and and we can you know a lot of companies think they can't train their employees well i I can tell you that you can we it's It's a lot easier than it used to be. The the second thing uh, companies need to do is harden their internal networks. Just because somebody clicks on a malicious website link and malware is delivered doesn't mean that malware can install. We can harden our network to make it resistant uh, to that malware. And and, um, it it doesn't take a lot of effort to do that. Uh, A great source for information around that is the uh, Center for Internet Security, which is at cisecurity.org, and there you find uh, very system-specific hardening checklists that can help your your IT administrators uh, make that network much more resistant to malware than what it is today. And and the third thing that I think is really important is to maximize your relationship with your bank. Whoever whoever your company uses to manage your uh, funds and your funds transactions, one of the things that we have found in our forensic practices. as Many of the companies where the the attacker is successful in stealing the money, many of them have left defensive measures on the table that their bank had offered them that they either uh, didn't know about or, or weren't using properly. So, so contact your banker. They are just dying to um, train their business customers on all the security features they have to protect online banking and
1: Well, Mark, we're out of time, but I want to thank you for being with us, and I hope you'll come back and talk to us real soon, okay?
2: It would be my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
1: All right. Listeners, we're out of time, but stick around. We're going to continue to talk about cyber and how you can prevent all these horrible things but do the right things to keep your websites and your company safe. Thanks for listening. We've got more to talk about right here on ConExpo, Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back.
0: Has your business been amplified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting the reinvention today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to the reinvention That's the reinvention workshop.com.